Welcome to Cultivate Connection, a weekly Bible-based meditation podcast, giving you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. If this is your first time joining us and you'd like to learn more about Cultivate Connection, you can go to CultivateConnection.com. I want to thank all of those who have partnered with us over the years, those who have reached out, shared testimonies of how God is moving in your life through this podcast. Those of you who have partnered with us in prayer and financially, we are so grateful. We appreciate all that you do. We are here to serve and to bless you. One of the ways that we feel like God has called us to serve in a greater measure is through an upcoming online experience that we're putting together. We're stepping out in faith. We're believing that God has good things in this. We want to reach out to you who listen to the podcast and begin to develop a greater sense of community. The way that we see God really does determine how we walk out every area of our life. And sometimes unknowingly, we don't have a correct view of who God is. We want to take eight weeks, starting March 7th, and take some time, create room to sit with the Lord, to seek his face, to come to know who he truly is. We've been putting together teachings and activations and different ways to an encounter and experience God. I believe through this eight weeks, he's going to unlock people's hearts. You're going to see breakthrough. You're going to be able to move past things that have stood in your way in the past, more fully into what God has called you to. So if you feel like God is putting it on your heart, is prompting you to be involved, go to cultivateconnection.com. Go to the events tab and you can learn more about our eight-week online experience called Connecting with God. And if finances are a hindrance for you to participate in this program, you can reach out to us. Hello at cultivateconnection.com. We do have a scholarship program in place, so you can inquire about that as well. So we just have a couple weeks left in our What's Your Word series. We're beginning to wrap up. We have this week and next week. This is a series, if you haven't been following along with us, where we reach out to you, the community, and ask you to send in the words that God has given to you for 2023. Many of us walk into new seasons or new years with an intention, with a word from God. And so we ask you to share those words with us, and then we take the time to craft podcast meditations around those words. This word has been sent in by Susie, and it's actually a phrase. God has given this to her for this year, and it's recover all. 2023 is a year to recover all. 
Let's begin today by focusing on our breath. Beginning to notice the inhale and the exhale. Taking your time. Observing the depth of that breath. Notice the width, how the ribs begin to expand out to the side. And I invite you to begin to participate with that breath. not only notice the inhale and exhale, but begin to actively engage your breath. Maybe that means lengthening that breath out just a little bit. Finding a little bit more room, a little bit more space. Allowing yourself to come present in this moment. Maybe even remembering that your breath is a form of worship. Every inhale acknowledging the breath of God that he has placed within you. Every exhale, reminding yourself that you're alive. That God is as near to you as your breath. And he is worthy. Worthy of acknowledgement worthy of praise. What does it look like today to worship God simply with your breath? God, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the breath of life that nourishes, that restores, that heals. I thank you that you are a present God here with each one listening in this moment. That you are attentive. That, Lord, you notice when we set our gaze on you. That even just a glimpse your way, God, when we catch your attention. You are so attentive to your children. You're not too busy You're not overwhelmed, but you're here. 
you're present. God, I pray that you would give us the grace to be present to you, to your spirit today. That you would speak to our hearts. It is your spirit that transforms us. And so, Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here. I pray that every heart would be open to the moving of your spirit. And God, I pray that you would not leave us where we are. Come and transform us. Remove the hindrances out of the way. Draw us closer to you. Feed us with your word and with your spirit. So today, it's going to look just a little bit different. We're going to take some time to read through 1 Samuel chapter 30. This is a story of David where everything was stolen from him and the Lord called him to recover all. I'm just going to slowly read through this and I just want you to listen and maybe even put yourself in this story and just allow the Lord to speak to your heart. And maybe as we read through, you simply asking God, what do you want me to see? Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziglag attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Aninoim, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abathar the priest, Amalek's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abathar brought the ephod to David. 
So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men who were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred stayed behind, who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Besor. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread and he ate, and they let him drink water. They gave him a piece of cake, of figs, and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. We made an invasion of the southern area of the Cherethites in the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb, and we burned Ziglag with fire. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? So he said, Swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this troop. And when he had brought him down, there they were, spread out all over the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Then David attacked them from twilight until evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except four hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and herds they had driven before those other livestock and said, This is David's spoil. Now David came to the two hundred men who had been so weary that they could not follow David 
whom they also made to stay at the brook Besser. So they went out to meet David and to the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. But David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered into our hands the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as his part is who goes down to the battle, so shall his part who stays by the supplies. They shall share alike. So it was, from that day forward, he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to this day. What is God highlighting to you in this story? Imagine what it must have been like. Imagine you come home. Your whole home. Destroyed. Burned to the ground and you realize that your family's been taken. That everything has been taken. Your 
What would you do in that moment of devastation? What did David do in that moment of devastation? Imagine it wasn't only your home and your family, but your whole neighborhood. And everyone is there, grieved. They even spoke of stoning David. They threatened. They were so broken and hurt. What does David do in that moment? He doesn't run. He doesn't hide. He doesn't try to get vengeance. It says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. What does it look like for you to strengthen yourself in the Lord? Do you have tools in your tool belt or a plan in place? Because hard things will happen in this life. Maybe you just take some time right now asking Holy Spirit, what sort of tools do I have in place in my life? How do I strengthen myself in the Lord?
These are things we need to know ahead of time so that we can respond and not react when hard things happen. After David strengthened himself in the Lord, it says David inquired of the Lord. He didn't frantically come up with his own plan. He didn't rely on his own strength. First, he strengthened himself in the Lord, and then he inquired of the Lord. Is there an area in your life right now where you need to begin to inquire of the Lord? Where do you need help? Where do you need wisdom? Can you purposely make time and space to inquire of the Lord? And it was only after these two things that David then knew, heard from the Lord, that he is to pursue. For you shall surely overtake and without fail recover all. The God we serve is a God of restoration. Is there an area in your life in this season where God wants to tell you, I want to restore that thing? Has there been something stolen from you where God is saying, I want to recover that with you? I want to bless you this week. In the areas where there's been devastation in your life, hard things, where things have been stolen by the enemy, 
I want to bless you with the supernatural grace to strengthen yourself in the Lord. To become so aware of the Spirit of God within you. To grieve where you need to grieve, but then to be strengthened where you need to be strengthened. I bless you to be strengthened by the Spirit of God in your inner man. To find ways to be strengthened by God's Spirit. Maybe that looks like prayer or worship or getting outside and connecting with nature. What does it look like to connect yourself with the Lord, to allow His Spirit to come and strengthen you, empower you, build you back up? I want to bless you to hear clearly what God is saying over your life. I pray for the wisdom of God to be your portion, for his clarity and direction to be so clear to you that you would inquire of the Lord in all things, that you would seek his face, his wisdom, his truth. And in that space, I bless you to hear his voice clearly. And for those areas of your life where God is saying, I want to restore that thing. I bless you to know how to pursue it, how to overtake it, and how to recover all with the Lord. I bless you to see restoration in your life. In Jesus' name, amen.